0: I think compared to past seasons of Love is Blind and Ultimatum, a lot of our people were pretty tame, honestly. Wow. So I'm very interested to see how it gets cut. There were definitely some crazy moments, and I think those will be the ones that they really draw out.
1: But no standout couples where you were like, they were a wild wow card.
0: How, okay, let me ask you, how much do you want to know before seeing it? How- Bitch!
1: <laughs> I want to know everything! <laughs> like... I'm like, I want to have to like grab a mop and pick up the tea. Like, I'm like, it's so
0: spilled. Like,
1: I want to know. Okay.
0: So, I. Eat,
1: eat. I just go to say. Remember when I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just called to say hello and welcome to i just called to say what was once your reliving and truth-telling podcast is now your reality and pop culture podcast and you know you can listen to us anywhere podcasts can be heard and follow us on ig and also you can leave a voicemail by clicking in the description of this episode leave me a message i would love to have you on the show so today's guest gave me an ultimatum. And they said, you have to put me in the witness protection program or I'm not coming on the show to spill the tea. So Ultimatum was heard. And just like that, we have our guest on the show. Feel free to introduce yourself as much as you would like to that you feel comfortable with.
0: Um, hey, yeah, I don't.
1: Did we make up an alias name?
0: (laughs) We didn't come up with an alias name for me. What should we
1: <laughs> We're just going to call you the PA. And the PA could be anything as a production assistant or a private assassin or or the pop culture. What starts with an, the Pop Culture Anonymous.
0: Yeah, I like that. OK.
1: <laughs> the PA.
0: PA, Pop Culture Anonymous, that's it. <laughs> Cool, I don't even know how to introduce myself to this. Um, so I am a professional in the entertainment industry. Um, I've been kinda of freelancing for the past year and a half or so, and recently fell into the reality world, which is um a hot mess and so much fun and I'm kinda of glad it fell into my lap. <laughs> uh.
1: That's everything. It's just a hot mess. And yet we all like just love to look at this like dumpster fire. But also we're all no better because it's like if we were put in these situations, we would too be dumpster fires.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've literally had conversations with my partner recently of like, especially we're obsessed with Survivor, right? So we're like, if we were on Survivor, like what kind of character would we turn into? And I feel like we'd just go crazy. Like, we would be one of those people that's like the annoying one that you're always like, oh no, I can never be that person on TV. But I feel like I would just lose my mind. Like a hundred percent lose my mind. Side note, before we get into it, yes. have you watched Traitors yet?
1: How I love traitors. But also so Traitors does for me what this new show, what's it called? Perfect Match does, because it combines all your favorite type reality T V mm-hmm. stars and puts them in this one space and they all have these competitive, manipulative minds already. So it's like, Yes. I
0: love it. Yeah. Traitors would was- all of that for me i loved it loved it
1: loved it tell us who do you work for i felt really mafia like (laughs) like like very very mob wives
0: i work for myself okay um but no when we were the alternator i was technically working for um netflix slash pacific view tv um, On who's the production company so but yeah, I don't work for anybody. I work for <laughs> myself.
1: <laughs> yes, spoken like a true boss. She just worked with the ultimatum, yes. not for them, I was with
0: affiliated them. Affiliated with yes.
1: Netflix. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, what are Vanessa and Nicholas Shay like? Did you meet them at all?
0: They were around for the premise, the changeover, where they pick their new couple and. I don't think they were even there for the final choice. So really, they were on set, I think, two or three days total. So they would fly them in the day before, they'd hang out, and then they'd leave literally the next day or middle of the night. We interacted a little bit from afar. <laughs> Nick is beautiful. He is a <laughs> stunning man.
1: Yes, 98
0: stunning, degrees. Stunning. Yes, absolutely. 98 degrees fan the girl and me. Obviously, <laughs> um, so nine, ninety-eight degrees fangirl and me was losing my shit. He's beautiful. She's tiny. She's itty bitty, and she loves some wine. Let me tell you, she got she got a little messy. Um, I, I don't know who was in control of her wine, but she got a little she got a little sloppy. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, off
1: camera or on camera?
0: On camera. I, you never know how yeah. they edit these things, right? So we'll see. The show's not even out yet, so I don't even know how all this is going to look. Well, in previous
1: seasons, she has gotten, like, really invested with she these. She So I'm like, if the wine is pouring and she's invested, the feelings well, are going
0: to happen. And honestly, I will say, there's some complications with it, right? Because they're also producers, so they've got money involved, but they're also not there, but Two days of filming, so I really don't know how they get their info. I would assume some producers...
1: Someone, like, send them dailies?
0: I don't know if they would even send them dailies, because let me tell you, we filmed a lot. There's a lot of content that gets cut, right? So there's a lot, a lot of info. I, I mean, maybe not dailies, but maybe just a sheet to let them know, here's what's been going down for the past month since you've been gone. Because it really was like, I think the whole process was about two months. So it was an entire month between the cast premise where they sit down and they let them know what's going on and then switching over to choose their, their trial marriage partner. So they had a lot of content to get caught up on for many couples. And I feel like a lot of stuff regarding Vanessa she'd get really excited and like latch on to one particular moment but not really have the context of everything that's been going on (laughs) for the whole month right so you don't really
1: she's just as bad as someone who jumps in on like you watching the episode and coming in on like episode five when there's like a 10 episode season
0: that is my partner who 100% jumps in and thinks they know everything about the show and who the villains are and what's going on like oh wait you you don't have all the context, so it would- She- I- I'm very interested to see how they, um, they put it all together, because there would be certain moments where she'd get on people's case and not really have all of the information, so I wonder if they just kind of cut that out just to make sure she continues to look good, because I'm sure she's lovely, but- oh, Bless her heart! They <laughs> are also sitting there filming for- Oh gosh, they- they must have been seven, eight hours of- filming those days and for those
1: that's like when you watch the bat for the bachelorette and you see the sun go down and then come back up and you're like they've been filming this long
0: it's really like that luckily we didn't have overnights for this particular show one interesting tidbit that people might not know is that they actually work around the i don't want to call them contestants the cast members they work around their schedule so if they decide to keep working throughout filming of the show they're they're producing based off of that cast member's work schedule so we had a cast member that was a nurse and she continued to work three or four days a week while we were shooting so you have have to kind of work around that so we didn't we had some late nights but we never had any overnights because it was luckily based on on real human schedules
1: so well, wow, that's nice, though, because I feel like oftentimes people, like, have to quit their job in order to be on the reality TV show.
0: Oh, yeah. And then, and, it's like,
1: and then what do you do afterwards?
0: Right, exactly. So this, I, I do like the way that Netflix and their dating shows has been set up where they kind of pick a city and stick to it. Yeah. I feel like it's more successful for the couples if they choose to keep, like, to stay together afterwards because they're at least somewhat centrally located. Um, this particular one was in Charlotte, North Carolina, but they definitely brought in some people from like surrounding areas. Like Some couples were from Charleston, some were from Columbia, and they just kind of relocated for the purposes of the show. Yeah. Um, but it makes it a little bit easier. The same thing with Love is Blind. They they pick an area and they try to cast out of that area. So it's not like The Bachelor where they're from all over the country and then you have to have the conversation. Well. Does one of us move? How do we make this work long distance? Like, I feel like it's a little more realistic that yeah. hopefully they can make it work because they're, they're at least in the same city. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. The proximity is there. Like, You can't blame it on that, at least. Exactly. At least Patty from Millionaire Matchmaker would always say, you're a millionaire. Distance doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that, people. Exactly. Okay, so obviously you have to be discreet on this show, uh, but... How are you discreet when you're walking around with those silver brushed wine glasses? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like those are iconic now. Like, people know. Like, when they see it, they're like, what's that for?
0: Where'd you get that? I think that's our dead And the camera people? Exactly. With camera people, if you don't see the the goblets, is what we refer to them as on set, if you don't see the goblets... The camera people obviously are a clue that something's going on, but the go-to in the industry is you just tell everybody you're working on a mayonnaise commercial, and that is literally the go-to. Some people get a little more creative and
1: may they, they're like, "Is it Duke's?"
0: <laughs> dead serious. People will go to we're filming a mayonnaise commercial because it's boring and not interesting, and people are like, "Oh." that's stupid, and then just walk away. (laughs) With us, the casting calls for Love is Blind were starting to go out at the same time that we were filming, so people assumed we were Love is Blind. Mm. So I I think I've realized post-working on the show that Love is Blind actually has gold cups, and Ultimatum had silver cups, so I think there is a little bit of a difference, but Yeah, that was our dead giveaway, and um, it's it's definitely not the easiest thing to hide, especially between, you know, somebody has to clean them. So we're walking around a hotel or a convention center or a Mm -hmm. restaurant, and we have to go to the bathroom or to the dishwashing station and wash, you know, 20 goblets that are very obviously...
1: They're not always drinking alcohol, are they? Um, out of the
0: goblets? Or is it sometimes they have water? Sometimes they have water. They would basically give our producers their choice of drink. And, you know, they have a list. Like, okay, so-and-so really likes margaritas. So we've got everything we need to make a margarita on standby at all times. They wanted dating. They walked out and they said, okay, so-and-so is on set. And they fly in a... a a goblet of margarita to them so they had a drink in their hand at all times um but for the long days like the changeover and things like that they would a lot of times you can look at the table and see that they have multiple goblets on the table so a lot of times they have a water and a glass of wine Ah. things like that so uh sometimes i mean they have the choice they can do whatever We tried to, we took advantage of a lot of the cool places in Charlotte. So we did a lot of brewery dates. We did a lot of the...
1: Ooh, what are their names? Because you know when the episode comes out, these places are going to skyrocket in popularity. It happened to us in Charleston. Look at what Bravo TV has done.
0: Yes, exactly. Honestly, I'll have to... Oh, man. Off the top of my head, it's kind of hard to remember. I know we did... Honestly, can, can we pause for a second? I have a notebook. Yeah. I can go get my notebook. I okay. have all of my stuff. But <laughs>
1: did and you like, keep a journal you and you work? were like keeping
0: I mean, score yeah. of everyone? Yeah, so I, I kept a journal um, the whole time I worked on it. And uh, the cool pla- thing about working in a place where you don't live is um, you get to try all of the food. <laughs> so oh. um, I took notes on not just where we went to film, but also. Where we ate as a crew because I had to try basically every restaurant I could even think of in Charlotte that I wanted to eat. So there were a lot of really fun, yummy things.
1: I imagine lots of good barbecue. We
0: actually did. we had so much barbecue that our crew would like stop. They would say, "Okay, I can't have barbecue anymore." Like.
1: I'm getting rid of the Exactly.
0: And there were long days. Let's <laughs> see, we went to Catawba Brewing, Brewery. Oh
1: yes. Note that one.
0: Resident Culture was super cool. We did a, a group date there. We went to the Penguin, which is like a hole in the wall, kind of southern cooking. Meat. feel like they had some louisiana influence dishes because they had beignets. That was very good. Mm-hmm. We went to Free Will, which is like a self pour tap kind of thing. We went to The Puttery, a little golf action there. Um, and then we did a lot. The couple that I had, we they, they both took time off of work uh, during the... um two months so neither of them were working so we did a lot of at-home dates too a lot of time in the apartment of them cooking or you know chit-chatting that kind of stuff
1: wait so what can you tell us about the couples on this upcoming season that you worked on like how does it compare to season one couples at least because i can just think back to love is blind season one versus like love is blind season two in love is blind season one they were legit blind they had no example to go off of right. but season two they were already making fun of nick lachey's jokes and the cameos at the very top of the episode like they were like we know how it works and it's kind of like you already have an idea of like don't do this do this or it's like because i've learned from that so i'm curious as to how these these sophomores come in
0: right so this this will be an interesting season i'm definitely excited to see how they put it all together because that's definitely part of working on it is I see everything that happens, but to us, it almost feels, it almost felt boring sometimes, honestly, because we're with these people not doing a whole lot, you know, like they've got hours and hours and hours of content. And then the story producers, they, they're the ones that kind of like they craft a story, right? So we've got our field producers that are there on set that kind of, figure out which way it's going and they're trying to kind of lean into a narrative but you really don't know until you see it i think compared to past seasons of love is blind and ultimatum a lot of our people were pretty tame honestly wow. so i'm very interested to see how it gets cut there were definitely some crazy moments and i think those will be the ones that they really draw out but
1: no standout couples where you were like they were a wild card
0: Okay let me ask you How much do you want to know Before seeing it Bitch I
1: want to know everything (laughs) Like Like I want to have to like Grab a mop and pick up the tea Like I'm like it's so still Like I want to know everything
0: Okay so From what I heard Obviously I was not there through the casting process It started with once we started filming from what I heard, they had a lot of turnover with this season. There were a lot of couples that they had brought in and last minute before they started filming dropped out. So I actually don't Oh, know. they
1: gave the ultimatum to the ultimatum? I
0: heard some people literally, uh, there's a couple that I never met because I started early in filming but not on day one. I heard there was a couple that filmed on day one and broke up in the car on the ride home. So we've at least got one of those. Whoa. I don't even know if they'll make the edit. I don't know how that works. I don't know if they made it to, you know, pre-premise interviews or if they made it all Yeah, but
1: what's the casting call like for the couples?
0: I Do you know? don't know a whole lot about it. I know just from briefly talking with the cast about it, but I don't know a whole lot about it. I think it's some some Skype calls and... Just mm. But they are real
1: couples they are to real start.
0: Couples. They are real couples to start. I do think, like you were saying, they they have the outline of what that looks like now that we're on season two. Because of that, I think people see what it can do for clout and for mm. followers. So I do mm-hmm. think we have some people that are just there for the funsies of uh
1: Yeah, they're there for the wrong reasons.
0: Just wanting to be on TV, right? Um, that would
1: so be me yeah
0: (laughs) what a pain oh you know we we've got some some business owners we've got um so i think that some of them are definitely in it for let's just go on tv and see what happens right i don't know if i've told you this one yet because we talked a little bit about it before (laughs) during this podcast recording um we had a couple And I think the male was... Honestly, I think both the male and the female. Do you want me to refer to them by their names? Do you want to know their names yet? (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Okay, so we had a couple named Brian and Lisa. Brian's a sweetheart. He's a really cool guy. And I think he was going to be really popular. There were some guys that were interested in Lisa as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But as soon as she realized that people were um, really interested in him, I think she freaked out a little bit. So, you know, they always do the chaotic, drunk group date before they make the choice. So they're all, you know, they're supposed to be single and, you know, I'm here, but now my, quote, ex is sitting across the bar from me flirting with someone, you know, so it gets a little drunk and chaotic, right? So she is crying and freaking out i didn't see everything that happened because it's you know you've got we had we had five couples at that point right so we had the one couple that dropped out at the beginning we tried to start Mm -hmm. for six we had five couples at that point so it's kind of hard to keep eyes on everything that's going on and you definitely can't hear everything that's going on because unless you're ...connected to audio, which sometimes we were, sometimes we weren't, depending on what your role is on the show. Mm -hmm. But um, you were connected to audio. You could really only hear, like, on certain channels what's going on. So it's a lot to keep up with. So all of a sudden, we see Brian and Lisa storming out the front of this bar. And meanwhile, they're holding real customers from coming in because they're trying to finish the segment of filming before letting people you know just kind of chaotically walk around so
1: it's like camera Lisa and Brian mm-hmm. and so
0: literally you know normally the cameras are on either wheels or they're on a tripod without wheels so at this point it was on a tripod without wheels so the camera guy has to pick up this heavy camera not you know take it off of the the tripod and run and chase her so it's one of those where you see the chaotic you know ah, Jerry Springer. Camera motion. <laughs> exactly chasing them um and she apparently uh put her hand in his face and kind of not not slapped him but shoved his face um and so that was a, a chaotic night. We could hear her from outside screaming at him. Oh my god. Uh, there was a lot of alcohol that night. Oh my uh, god. The next day, she decided she didn't want to go on her one-on-one date. This was the last day of dating before they decided. And they impromptu decided to have a scene between Brian and Lisa at which she reveals, drum she's pregnant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait so brian and lisa then they don't go through the process so is that like another couple don't out go
0: through the process, right so another couple's out a lot of people thought that
1: do you think she was actually pregnant
0: that was what the tea was is and most of the producers were like there is no way in hell that she's pregnant she's just mad that her
1: and she was drinking like that
0: well I don't know. I I think based on her behavior, it seemed like she was intoxicated, and maybe she just didn't realize that she was pregnant, or maybe she was just pissed and not intoxicated. I I really don't know if she was fully drunk, because I'm not the one... My role did not involve handing alcohol to people, so I don't know what was in her cup.
1: Lisa is tripping. She She needed to go through that
0: experiment. she,
1: She needed to go through experience.
0: They needed to. They really needed to, so um do you want the update of the tea of what's going on with those two or do you want me to wait are we going to yes. do a follow-up uh once it's it closer to the, the show airing you mm-hmm. want it now or you want it later yes okay
1: let's no let's do a follow-up
0: okay. let's do a follow-up <laughs> because
1: when does the season come out
0: uh do you know according to the production calendar i had at the time it's august um oh my god I don't know if I can break that long, (laughs) PA,
1: PA, I don't
0: know. (laughs) So it depends on if they stick to that calendar, but it should be either the first Monday or Tuesday in August, the first batch of episodes comes out, so probably one through five, or I don't know if it's 10 total or 12 total or whatever it is normally, they'll uh, release the first batch that week and then the second batch the next week.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll okay. I'll wait. I'll wait.
0: I'll wait for the. Problem. But I, I did. Um, I did a little research on the social media and, and got some updates for you. So I, I am prepared to give you updates when you're ready. So. Oh my
1: God, Brian and Lisa, stay tuned. Stay
0: tuned. Oh my God.
1: The one couple like broke up on the ride home. Brian and Lisa, they quote unquote have a baby on the way, and then there was like three couples left.
0: Four. So we started four. With okay. Six. And we lost two couples, not counting all of the ones that didn't even make it to day one of filming. But I heard it was a lot. Um, There were some couples that literally had gotten the news they'd be on the show weeks before we started filming. I mean, it was not long, uh, maybe two weeks for some of them. It was a very quick turnaround. So, yeah, we're down to four.
1: Okay, were there any inner entanglement romances with the other four couples like did anyone actually fall in love with someone from like a different relationship and if so like how does that happen are they just like stir crazy like or do they actually just like really catch these feelings because they're young like i'm like i'm curious and are they as young as they were last season because they were so young last
0: season oh they're very young they're very very young and a lot of them haven't been together that long On this season, I mean, it's been like a year and a half, two years for most of these people. And I'm like, how can you decide that you're ready? I don't know. You never know. Some people just know. But when you're like 22 and you've been in this relationship, there's one couple that they're maybe, maybe 25 and they were high school sweethearts. So they had never dated anybody else. I'm like, how can you be so sure that this is your I know. your person that you want? Like, how do you know? Um, you
1: can't go out of the gate one peen forever. <laughs> like,
0: like right? you
1: you do that once you settle down. You say one peen forever. <laughs> you don't just come out and be like one peen. Oh,
0: hold on, I need to refresh my drink real quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do that.
0: I'm, I'm pouring it into my silver goblet so I can feel yes. fancy. Um,
1: so ultimatum. <laughs>
0: So, um, I, for these couples, and this is why I say that I feel like it was pretty boring compared to the first season. It, I do feel like more people on season one caught feelings. I feel like more people on season one were truly invested in the experience. And I feel like more people this time were just trying to play the game, right? Right they're trying to look a certain way for the cameras, they're trying to promote something, they're just in it for for the followers, or they just thought it would be fun. Uh, We've got at least two couples who I really, truly believe were ready to get engaged straight out of the gate before they were approached by casting, and for whatever reason just hadn't yet. And so I think that those went in it like, hey, it'll be fun to get engaged on TV, let's just pretend like, I mean, I really heard a conversation. From,
1: and if they're also going to pay for the wedding, why not?
0: <laughs> that's true. Well, for this one, though, no, they don't pay for the wedding. So unless they...
1: You could be entertaining enough and might get a Netflix true. spinoff that's special. True.
0: They might. <laughs> they might. Um, they
1: might. Who knows? I mean, honestly, this perfect match, I'm pretty sure some of these people didn't know that they were going to get called back for something else on these shows.
0: That's true. You never know. But... I feel like Perfect Match, though. They've got kind of some of the best of the best. I mean, they've got freaking Chloe on there. So.
1: <laughs> oh my god, Chloe. And Chloe has been on... She's been, like, surfing on Netflix shows. Oh, yeah. She was also on... Um, God, what was the other show that she was on? The
0: Circle. The Circle. Yeah. 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 She's, she's made for Netflix. Um, <laughs> for
1: sure.
0: Like, 100 If I
1: see her on Love is Blind... Because she didn't come from Love is Blind, right?
0: No, she came from um, Too Hot to Handle. They actually
1: But doesn't she seem like she should be on Love is Blind should, Like the Banta.
0: But they did they did a bit. Did you see that? They did a little uh, ten minute bit of her being on Love is Blind. I'll have to find that and send it to you after. But they they, oh God, they, they filmed share. a little thing, but I feel like she has such a distinct I would know. I feel like you would know it's Chloe. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. So what about pipes. pipes. <laughs> Banta uh. That's it. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, okay one couple that seemed very close to being fully invested once they did the, the changeover and picked and actually it's pretty interesting the, because we were only down to four couples they actually just chose each other's uh partners so instead of having it kind of like season one it was like this guy chose this girl, and this girl chose that. You know, it was more um, intermingled, I guess, a little more chaotic with how they chose. With this one, we had two couples that literally switched, and two two couples that switched. So oh. it wasn't. At, it was like you were kind of just almost.
1: This
0: is very more. This is more wife swap. Right. Yes. It was. It was wife swap. Ultimatum edition, right. So it was a little more like, I'm really focused on your, quote, X, you know? So the jealousy kind of stemmed from that. It wasn't like as um, twisted as previous shows, right? Where they have multiple Xs involved. This one was literally just two couples switched. So we did have, after the changeover... We had um, one couple that I did feel, um, especially the guy, Trey, American, Trey. Trey, of course. I think that America's going to fall in love with him. He is so sweet. He, he's just a good dude, right? And um, I think he was very invested, and he did catch feelings for the person. That- was
1: he from Charleston?
0: Yes. Uh, Charleston, <laughs> I have or, a or, Actually, I think he's from one of the other beaches. Maybe... Myrtle Beach. Uh, Myrtle? Yes. I know. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know he Come went on. to
0: USC in Columbia. Um, so, of course. You know, that, I think him and his original partner both went to USC, but they had lived in, I think, Myrtle Beach area. But yeah, he's very, very cool, very genuine guy, very intelligent, um, and definitely one of my favorites of the ones that I worked with. And he caught feelings. I think that he is the one out of everybody that was genuinely invested in seeing how he could benefit from, you know, whether he ended up with his new partner or his original partner. I think he was very invested in seeing how he could grow from the experiment. Um, oh my god, Trey, yeah, I loved
1: him already. I know, I think he
0: will. I think he'll really, really enjoy him. I think a lot of people will. Um, He's
1: invested in the experience. Yeah. Which I noticed. The ultimatum says experience and Love is Blind says experiment.
0: Oh that's interesting. I had never caught that before.
1: Like a lot of people from season one kept being like, I'm invested in this experience. And I'm like, oh, not not an experiment. Exactly.
0: Oh, okay. oh that's very interesting. <laughs> hmm. Wonder what that has to say about anyway. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, he um the person that he was with, so his original girlfriend was named Raya, and the girl that he chose to be trial marriage with was named Ryan. So that's not difficult Raya, Ryan Raya and Ryan. So we had... Quite a time, especially during interviews, I feel like you're going to see him over-enunciating a lot, because we used to have to ask him the same question Raya. multiple times. Can you say that again and just really pronounce her name so we know which girl you're talking about right now? Because it got very confusing.
1: Because I was with
0: Raya. 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 Yeah. Ryan, you know. Yeah. Um, and especially being a Southern boy, you know, those those consonants exactly. don't always work. Um,
1: Oh my gosh, he ever called them by the wrong name?
0: We would never know, right? Because it sounds Mm -hmm. the same.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, was he ever being like, Ryan, I mean, Raya, ooh, Mm, like, to their face. Not that I know of.
0: Not not that I saw, but, but yeah, so Ryan, the girl he chose for his trial marriage, she seemed to be catching feelings as well, but I have a hard time with her because I don't know if she was just playing along. I feel like she's one of the ones that came into it knowing that she was ready to get engaged with her partner. Um, his name is James. And I feel like they were just ready to get engaged and just wanted for funsies to get on TV. I think from some things that I heard around the block, they were kind of planning how they were going to do their engagement. Um, they kind of were discussing if they were going to do something dramatic. Like, she gives the ring back and says, no, I can't, and then at the reunion come to find out they got engaged away from the cameras, right? So it was a conversation that was had,
1: Interesting.
0: I don't know if it was a producer. That
1: is not true to the experience.
0: Right, exactly. So I don't know if it was a producer led suggestion or if they came up mm-hmm. with that one, right? You never know uh, unless you're that producer. So um, we don't really know. But I, that was definitely a conversation that was being had. So it was kind of, once I found that out, it was a little hard to tell with her if she was genuinely invested in it because they did have really good chemistry Ryan and Trey um they got along really well but I I won't say a lot of all of our cast was very standoffish with the physical and I know that season one people kind of tried a little bit more to at least hold hands or kiss or you know they tried um I mean
1: Madeline and that one guy were very handsy
0: exactly so it uh a lot of people.
1: Randall, that's his name. Randall. Madeline and Randall.
0: Yes, Madeline and Randall, and then she ended up with Colby. With the
1: oh my god, that was a that was a full on oh. plot twist. See, now that you're talking about these couples, I would now think that Madeline and Colby came on with a plan yeah. to
0: like. It's, it's very interesting to see the other side of it. And, you know, like I said... Because she
1: felt like she did not like him at all. Right. So for the, her to then get back with him and then have his baby, I was like, wait, I didn't like him.
0: Immediately have the baby, right? So it's, uh yeah, it's, it's interesting to see the... It's hard for me to watch reality TV now. I'm not going to lie. I'm still a fan. But when I watch it, I'm like, did they decide this beforehand? It's still entertaining. But... Did yeah. they decide previously that they were going to do this? And it's possible they did.
1: Wow. What's next for you? Like, do you see for yourself wanting to be a producer on reality TV? Is there a particular Netflix show that you would want to be on?
0: Well, I am hoping for Love Is Blind, and it is the same production company. Uh, I would love to work for Love Is Blind, and it's a different—it's a different ballpark, right? It's a, it's a different game, so. I feel like it would be really fun. I think, honestly, it, there are a couple of different routes I could go within reality, and I think I'd enjoy any of it. Producing would be fun. Producing's very inter- producing is very different in reality, specifically reality dating, than anything I've seen before, because it is very much, um, especially for our field producers, they did such a great job creating a rapport, with their cast members, it's it's like you you play a little bit of psychology, you know, you play a little bit of mind games with these people. You're also like playing best friends, you know, you're trying <laughs> to get to know these people and figure out what they want, and then you try to see like, okay, well, can we sway it in this direction? Can we, you know, s- encourage them in the, in that direction? So it's it's a really interesting dynamic of how how the producers specifically in reality dating play a role in getting the story told. It's very cool. So yeah, that that'll be fun. Ooh, I love
1: it too much. <laughs> All right, well, do you have any last thoughts, any last words before we sign off on I Just Called to Say?
0: I don't know. I can't wait to see what people, I can't wait to see how it comes together and I can't wait to see what people think of it on season two. I think it's going to be great and hopefully entertaining. <laughs> I just called to say the only ultimatum I'm giving is watch season 2 in August.